Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh no, I think I told this story actually When my friend I was saying my Well, she's like my mom's friend But she's like my friend as well Like my mm. sister Um, I was staying at her house And her boyfriend at the time Was definitely a bum He stole my phone He actually stole my phone oh like, I've my never God. seen my phone again It was only him Like oh obviously my, my mom's friend would never steal my phone He stole my phone That is And I just got it No Yeah So he I think he like was a cheater or something And he came they ended, they broke up, and he comes to get his clothes. And I probably pissed in his shoes. I thought, yeah, how about that? <laughs> I, I knew you pissed in someone's shoes I before. What is in his shoes? I pissed in his shoes. Yes. One for the, for the cheating and Rookie two for my up. phone. You weed is. I pissed in his shoes. <laughs> You're actually a vindictive yeah, person when it comes to revenge. Sometimes, yeah, because I feel like, because I'm so small and like, I don't know. I'm not like I'm not like on site kind of girl. I feel like people take advantage sometimes. Yeah, so you've got to find back. your way. I got my. I'm gonna find my so voice. Somehow. The idea of pissing someone's shoes. I probably is got so in these shoes. The aim was actually on it's point so, as well. <laughs> you know what's mad? It's like that's what stuff happens in shows, and I'm always yeah. like entertaining but unrealistic. Yeah. But clearly here I not. am. Yeah. Clearly not. Here I am. That is actually bad. Yeah. Seeing you It's been a while Hasn't it For you Unlucky folks Who didn't make it <laughs> To our first live show Sucks to be you No I'm joking But also it does kind of Suck to be you um, Sucks to be you Right now <laughs> It's so weird Because I feel like We're talking to each other But now we've kind of Met a lot of our listeners It feels like I, They're I also in the close. room You can hear me Yeah, yeah you, can see, you me. see me No don't look at me Do you see me Do you What's that from again you That little girl you can't huh? What did she say again? Oh no I was thinking of, Do you love me? No it's another one Do you, do you see me? <laughs> you can't it. see me I don't know it. Oh She comes on camera And she's on crud No she Sorry She doesn't say you can't see she, You don't know me You don't know me oh, I don't know it Never I seen don't it think so no oh, She's a rude girl Maybe if I see it I'm dead <laughs> But yeah man You people missed out Because we had a whale of a time. Yeah, it was a fantastic time. Like proper good night. I don't feel was that was that was last week, right? It was last week. Yeah. Wow, we we haven't recovered. I haven't at recovered. All. Yeah, at all. <laughs> Everything. Well, yeah, I've not recovered mentally. Even mm. like it's all a blur. Yeah, I can't remember anything. And people keep saying to me, "Oh my god, when you said," and I'm like, "Ah, oh, I did say <laughs> that." Didn't I? Adrenaline was just yeah, on pumped, a thousand. Pumped, pumped. It was because crazy. not only were we on stage, we were literally the production behind. Yeah, we did everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Shout out to the Brents of the world and the yeah. 
uh, who else wants us? Danny. Danny's. Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. But yeah, we literally did everything. We done everything. We actually done we had, too much. Yeah. I think by yeah, ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we played ourselves. We played so ourselves. it's a learn. Like literally that morning, I felt like I was carrying about what, 30 kilos on my Yeah, back. yeah. And you just had to keep going. <laughs> keep going. We were supposed to get in the Uber and the Uber said one hour, 46 minutes. That mm-hmm. would have made us late. Yeah. So we literally put our stuff in the Uber, which was, a lovely Tesla, by the way. It was. And then <laughs> jumped was, on the it? Elizabeth line with <laughs> everything. Weights with our full face of makeup. Yeah. Wearing pajamas. <laughs> it was mad. <laughs> we were lugging our lives across London. It was tragic. But and the show must go on. Of course, there was the, the wardrobe. <laughs> this oh my God. <laughs> so for those who were there, my dress popped about, what, five minutes before we were about to go on stage? As in, Koi came backstage and said, girls, we're ready to ready, go. Yeah. Gonna tell them the five minutes, <laughs> and we were like, "Cool, let's finish our drinks and get out." <laughs> and then there was no going back. There was no the dress going back. Popped. The dress popped, and it was over. Does it Gosh. pop? But you know what? Big up to us. I feel like we're very professional. I think no, we obviously Koi told everybody that my dress has popped, but. I don't think anybody would have known. No, I don't if, think anyone would have known at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, but I, I'm so sorry about my ass cheek. <laughs> like, for those who know me, and we just we were just discussing this before we came on the pod. I dress quite modest. Yeah, Rukia like, is very. I modest. don't wear shorts. Yeah, uh, it's not don't. it's not my thing. Yeah. So Rukia had to end up wearing my backup outfit. Yeah. And yeah. And we dress completely. Different. We dress completely differently. I can have my legs out all the time. I have my everything out, my back out, my legs out, my tits out, my arms out. All at once. That's my worst. Nightmare. And that, those were all of the things that the outfit that Rukia had to wear yeah. entailed. That's, that was what it was. So there's so many videos of me where my ass cheeks are just like your actual out. bum cheeks. My bum cheeks are just out. People must have been really having a, a good time watching your ass. Like, but you were scared. You didn't give a heck though. That's what no. was rattling me because you came out and then you yeah. bent over to dance. I said, stand up, stand up straight. Like, what are you doing? Do you know what? The show must the go show on. The show must go on. I really the commend show must you for go it. On. I really commend but, you. Um, yeah, I feel like we just haven't had a moment to like decompress a little Properly. bit. Properly. But honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. Yeah. Like, thank It was just so nice it to see people nice really turn up for us. And really engage. Mm. Like, the vibes in the room were mm. unmatched. Everyone there was happy to take part. I don't even feel like there was such thing as shyness. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And I'm so proud of us for creating a space that could allow that. Yeah. Because people, like, we had a couple of people reach out who said, you know, they were a bit shy, but they were excited for the show. Mm-hmm. And they, shy wear on yeah. the night. Shy wear. Like, yeah. everyone was just good vibes. And so, so many people came up to me at the end as well and introduced mm. themselves as, like, threes and fours or couples. Yeah. And I was like, oh, are you guys friends? And they were like, no, we met no. here. Yeah, people made friends, didn't like, they? Oh, my heart is full. <laughs> my heart is full. Yeah, it was so much fun. The crowd was laughing the whole time. Mm. Like, God knows what we said, yeah. but they found it funny. I don't know what. And they felt entertained. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a serious element. There was a, yeah. a really deep conversation we had at one point where we just left the mic to the audience. And yeah, every, the mic was just up. bouncing around the audience and people wanted to do a podcast episode of their own because mm. they loved that they could speak and it was so nice and to they hear felt from people yeah. Well. yeah it was so nice to hear back obviously as podcasters you never hear back you don't hear what you're listening yeah, to yeah yeah that's really and true. what they think so that was really nice yeah like, I was soaking that up oh no it was amazing and I, I just pray that we can do another one soon what, what are we in now um what we in? June this is June, the beginning of June September. yeah September maybe September 
Because my seasonal pressure is going to kick in. I'm so dead. Oh, after and I'm that. not speaking after so, that. You're not speaking. <laughs> you, you're not last seeing year me. you were okay. Pardon? Your seasonal pressure wasn't too bad last year. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, do you know what? I'm, I'm dragging it. But I hear you. Kind of not. <laughs> but September, my only fear with September is with the planning that we had to plan. Obviously, the second time will be yeah, easier. Yeah. But, ooh, baby. That we were was fighting. It was, it was a fight. Yeah. It was work. But, yeah, for now, let's just be yeah. celebrating the fact that we yeah. this is a massive win for us. Yeah. The feed I've not heard one bad thing. Like all of the feedback has been it was unreal. It was mm. so much fun. Like, yeah, I only I can only thank yeah. God. At first I was paranoid because obviously our friends are gonna be like, Yeah, that was great. Same, yeah. But even I heard through the great van. Yeah. That it was good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, cool. I believe it. it. Was good. I do believe it. But yeah, me and Fola had a little we we couldn't even speak for about two days. We didn't speak for like so busy. Was so I went to bloody City Splash the day after. Yeah, like a cycle. Which was lit. Yeah. So I love City Splash. I heard that was good. I don't even enjoy festivals, but that festival was really I, good. I could tell it would be though, that vibe. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's where I was like mentally because obviously I was buzzing from the day before. Yeah, adrenaline. And then like, I just didn't think about my outfit, you know. Yeah. I just wore whatever I had, put on a hat. And just had a good time. Yeah. Like, so there was no like no big fuss pressure. around it. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you go to festivals, you're like, it's never that deep. It's never worth the stress. It's no. never worth the stress. But no, that was great. Um, yeah, then I went back to work the next day. But yeah, we had a little heart to heart, didn't we? We did it eventually. During the lunch break, yeah. we had yeah. to squeeze it in. <laughs> Scheduled a call during lunch. Both, it was crazy. What I can say, call me. Call when are you gonna call me? <laughs> like, I'm busy, I'm busy. Fuck off. You fucking call me, man. We've got shit to talk <laughs> about. Bugaboo. I've been talking to everyone about the show, but you yeah. <laughs> I was. I literally had spent like hours on it. The, the day yeah. after the show, I spent the entire day talking about the show. Yeah, and then um, I've had people calling me, and we speak for hours. I was debriefing with everyone, and they were like, "So what did Rakia think?" I'm like, "Don't know." Don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking spoken to her. I literally don't know. There was even tea, and I hadn't spilled it. It was just like, oh, yeah. "There's so much to talk about." Like, what's going on? Easy lady. Oh, uh, you know, I hate phone calls as well. Ridiculous. Send me a voice note. Ridiculous. <laughs> No, no, it was great. It was great. But um, yeah, we had a good heart to heart and we um, just showed each other gratitude. Yeah, isn't we? Yeah. I was saying to Fola, I think I'm someone, I don't want to say I have limiting beliefs, but sometimes I, I get so caught up in the now that sometimes I struggle to dream big. Mm. And I feel like you've always pushed me yeah. to like, we can do a live show. We can do this. We're going to go further. Yeah. So I feel like without you, like obviously the show wouldn't exist without you, but like you, you push me. And yeah. then make me realise things And I'm like I can do it Yeah so thank you Thank you That's such a compliment <laughs> Yeah Thank you No yeah. it was great Um, So important for my growth Yeah Yeah same um, Neither of us have ever done like I've done like work presentations But yeah. nothing notable to say I've spoken and owned a show Like been the talent Yeah For the evening ever just... And yeah I was saying the same Like there's literally no one in the world That I could dream of <laughs> doing this with that I would enjoy it as much. Yeah. I think it would be as good. I think it would be as fruitful. And even the process of planning the show together, it it just, it reminds me why we're friends in a sense. Yeah, I it feel was like smooth. It was yeah. so smooth. And like, there's certain things we just get it. We both just get it without yeah, yeah. saying anything. Yeah. We're both just on the same vibe naturally. Mm. Um. So yeah, I've literally felt like, I, I've just been so thankful for having you as my partner in crime Jeez, in this. <laughs> There's just no one Lucky. else in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you watching you on the stage as well. Like, like you said, where how far you've come as far as obviously, yeah, we neither of us have spoken publicly like that, mm. but I know for you it was actually a fear and yeah. something you had to work through. Genuinely. But 
You would never. <laughs> Even my sister the next day was like, he had a fear of speaking. Yeah. So I was like, you would never. But follow you think know. It. Yeah, I know. Do you I know because me and Follow used to be was we known each other since school and sixth form, whatever. We was because we our school was split in between between two. So there was Moz and there was Born. Sides. We yeah, went to Moz sides of the school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just in case so we was in separate classes, but when we got to sixth form, we were in the same classes for certain subjects. And we was in philosophy and ethics. I remember philosophy and ethics. And yeah. if when it got around to me. To speak, I literally words cannot come yeah, out of my mouth. Like yeah. I could not read the page; it would yeah. go blurry as heck. To the point, I think sometimes I would make excuses. Oh, I need to go to the toilet, yeah. or I have a music class or something. Like yeah. I genuinely couldn't speak. Mm. Um, and I think I said, I said it in my Instagram post. It was it's kind of been a theme throughout my life of not being able to use my voice. Yeah, even if I have thoughts, there's just something about opening my mouth. There's like. Sometimes it feels like nothing comes out. Mm-hmm. So speaking in public was just one thing that I don't know. You know when. People are so comfortable in their insecurities. Like that's just not me. Yeah, that was part of my personality. It's like, oh, I just don't speak in public. And yeah, I'm kind of comfortable with that. Yeah, even though deep down in my heart, I'm like, I feel but like I, I can I do should. it. Yeah. yeah, like I don't. As much as sometimes I have limiting beliefs, there's there's part of me that's I've got a gritty side of me. Where I'm like, nah, Woozy, like, I'm gonna challenge yeah, myself. Come on. But then I've always kind of like, yes, yeah, wait, I'm never too sure what to do. But yeah, yeah honestly, speaking in public, never done it before. Um, very proud of myself No you did so and well I hope that just Outside of I don't know Speaking in public It then filters into like um, My relationships with people And just feeling comfortable To use my voice Voice in general Because um, yeah it, 100% I think there's so much power In being on stage mm, And commanding a room And yeah. having people feel Like I don't know Enlightened by you Entertained by you I would hope to God That it does have a knock-on effect In the sense of like my voice, first of all, is to be heard. Mm. And second of all, like, there's value in my voice being heard. So yeah, yeah, It's just yeah. more comfortable to express yourself in different yeah. spaces. There's just so many, I guess there's just so many layers of like, I don't know, not feeling smart enough to speak or mm. not feeling like you have too much of a person. Sometimes I feel like I have no personality and I'm like, you're just well, so ridiculous. I know this is all ridiculous because everyone, yeah. even if you're an introvert, everyone has Everyone's got a personality. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got a personality. Um, and I guess sometimes in certain relationships that I've been in, it's like, your voice is not worthy. Don't speak. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just silly. But um, so many people from the past will look at this and be like, "What the fuck?" Mm. And I love that. I fucking love that. Mm. Like, I think for both of us, of raw, that's where what they're doing now. I think there's a bit of a surprise element. Ah, uh, you know you. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. people, I don't know, that growing up, people from school, mm. probably seeing it like, what? <laughs> How random you is that? What? But I love it. Yeah, random. But also makes a lot of sense. So I was, are you talking about random people from your past or ops? I'm talking about both. Like uh, okay. people who, like those people, for example, the naysayers who once told you that your voice wasn't mm. worth hearing. Mm. Now look. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I reckon they're seeing this and being like, what the fuck? Mm. Like how, how is this possible? I feel like they've always known though. And that's why there was that's why there was such a fear. In the first place. I think yeah. there's a relationship like that was in, uh, I won't mention it. <laughs> The really bad The terrible one It's like I think that person Always knew My potential And was trying to dim your light 100% just 100% trying to dim my light Because why else would you Yeah why else Yeah for real And that's usually how it goes With abusers It's like They're intimidated by you So The best way to deal with that Is to try and put you down Yeah Yeah. But there's such Yeah there's such a freedom in it And I've been on such a journey Like I've kind of gone from Speaking about it all I've gone from Not being able to speak to speaking about it publicly because I feel like that's a healing process to me yeah. for me and then completely kind of overcoming it in a yeah, way and yeah, now yeah. just generally just having a, a freedom of like 
I genuinely just don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. We thank God, man. We thank God. We thank the Lord. Um, yeah. I've been beside that. Um, the big show. It's worth mentioning that I'm Fola. And I'm Ricky. <laughs> and welcome back to episode um, 75, is it? 74? I did check and I forgot, forgot now. Again. <laughs> 73 or 74? I think it's 74, 75. Oh, 74. Yeah, 74, 75. It might be 74 then. Of? Wait, wait. Am, am I, I toxic? toxic? Oh my gosh, that's my door number. My old door number. 74. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Which door? Um, when I lived in um, Trowbridge. Oh, in Hackney, oh, like 74. Yeah, that square. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was thinking, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I your new neighbor, whatever it is. What time? Um, what, what time? time? Indeed. One um, day when I'm famous, I want to revisit every house that I've lived in. Well, not famous, sorry. Famous, yeah, but I guess I just, just in my life. age. Yeah. <laughs> just when you're older. Just when I'm older. Yeah, I um really wanted to do that one point. And I did with my old house in Kingsmead. Because the person that moved into my old flat when we lived in a council flat yeah. um, went to my school. And so I said, could. can I just come and see? <gasps> and she was like, yeah. Did you burst into tears? I was really overwhelmed. I think I was a bit too young to cry. Like, okay. As in, yeah. oh, that's true, my emotional true. development wasn't quite there. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, wow, like, this is amazing. This is yeah. crazy. And obviously they've made it into a whole new home. And oh it was, gosh. yeah, it was so weird. Robert really nice shivers. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine going into my old childhood houses. Because I've got a very good photographic memory. So Same, I know yeah. where everything is. Same. Everything always feels so much smaller. Yeah. It felt tiny yeah. in there. It was four bedrooms, but it felt like a one bed flat. Like it, was, it just felt so small. Yeah. It's weird. <gasps> oh my gosh. But yeah, one day I hope I hope I can make that happen. I just always imagine knocking and the person's an arsehole and said, you're not coming in. To be fair, I would never let you in my house. Do you not? As in, if someone knocked on my door and said, I used to live here. Can I have a look around? I'd be like, no Really? Are you a murderer? Like, oh I would I would not let you I was in. telling my colleague the other day Do you know what I do? You know when like workmen turn up And they're like Oh we need to check this And yeah. I never knew they were coming You just let them in? Well I let them in But I stand by the door In case I can run away So they can have the house <laughs> They can and, have the house And I'm running <laughs> Instead of just not letting them in I should ask for ID Like And I say I've not heard anyone's coming But hey, ID You know it could be fake Yeah but that's I ask questions like I've not heard about anyone coming. Oh, Absolutely. I'm just like, come in. Is, but I'm by the you door. Should, it's so crazy because you're such a safety focused person. I am. That's why I'm the that's door. Why you're the, but because that's if, why I'm like, the alternative is don't let them but in. But if I don't let them in, they might kick down the door. It's more scary for me. No. <laughs> I'm all way up. You thought it through. I all wrong. You know how many doors and security doors there are to get to your no, front door? my front front door. Because they find oh, their way they up. they already in. Yeah, already, I don't know how they got in, but they're in. You just let them in. I let them and in. If, doesn't that scare you? You don't know how they got in, no, but I they're in. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> I've heard of way too many robbery stories. Yes. A friend of mine, actually, her house was robbed like that. Oh, yes. Yeah, no. I'll be letting any oh. old well, what have I got Tom in Dick there? and Harry in your TV. house. I mean, I've got a ninja blender. Morgan, that's what scares me more. It's like, if you're in this building trying to rob people... You're probably just here to kill someone. Because yeah. what are you going to rob from a block of flats? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're in the wrong it's place. It's not like a maybe. mansion. You know? <laughs> you're proper in the wrong place. That means you're here for blood. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's I am definitely really not letting you Why are you rubbing in the hood? Exactly. It's like, I am definitely not letting you in. You're a murderer. I remember when um, 
My mum had a little silver Ford Fiesta back in the day. And someone like broke the window and stole some like board games and some of my sister's dolls. You know, back in the day, that was such a thing. They'll steal your flipping radio. Oh, Do you know remember the people used to take off the front? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That you yeah. Could, like when you're, <laughs> it's so funny to think about. When we go shopping and stuff, we're getting out the yeah. car, we take off the front <laughs> of, the, of the radio so that no one can steal it. Like what? What a time were we living in? The front of your radio. I probably remember you slipping your handbag. Yeah. The front of your radio. <laughs> We're so old I know We've lived too many lives Because what the hell What the hell But thieves are still rampant Even in my In my brother's Old building mm. The car park was Downstairs mm. And Someone broke in Imagine Broke into the car park And just Stealing all the cars <gasps> And all All at like, once Raiding the car if, if they couldn't hotwire it yeah. To get it out Then They're just raiding the car So my brother Come home one day and the boots open and he's like, mm. what the fuck's going on? And loads of cars are like gone, stuff everywhere. Oh my god! I think they didn't get much. They got like an iPhone charger or something. Yeah. But they tried to get, the, I don't remember what the security system he had is, but like it just meant that they couldn't get anything. But Ooh. that is like, that's so scary. Because obviously robbing cars, you think of one person robbing one person's mm. car, but going into a car park to steal multiple cars yeah. is like, it's a business. they got nothing to it's lose. It's a system and a business. Have you ever, has your house ever been robbed in any kind of way? Or? No. no. But my, I don't know if I told this story already. My siblings were held at gunpoint. Yeah, you did. To, yeah. I remember exactly where I was when you told me that. We were near Percy Ingalls in Mestre. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You think I was saying shit? It was supposed to be no, you. No, no. <laughs> no, this is recent. You told me recently about Percy Ingalls where? In Mestre. Why the hell you know, were we in Percy Ingalls no, in we Mestre in, in recent Percy times? Oh. We were walking past it and I remember you telling me about oh. the story. Yeah. We just, yeah, we were walking past it. Right. It actually okay. no longer exists exist there. That's why I was thinking like, yeah. when? But, but it is yeah. the Percy Ingalls in my head. Got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners don't need to know this story. They really don't. No, sorry. Percy Ingalls, who cares? Yeah. It's just showing more and more how from the hood we are. Hate to y'all in Ireland. Huh? Hate to y'all in Ireland. Our listeners in Ireland don't know what Mestre is. I don't know. It's very it's bad also joke. the accent as well. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, what? Hey, to y'all now? What? What's going on here? I thought it was like a TikTok or something. Hey, to y'all now? <laughs> I thought you were saying Haiti. You're in Ireland, no. and I said, "What the hey, fuck? Hey, y'all. Sorry, let's move Everything on. Everything right over there. Hey, to y'all now." <laughs> Is that supposed to be an Irish accent? No! Are you offending our listeners? <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but yes, hello to you guys in Ireland. Yeah. In Ireland. Um, yeah, no, they were held at gunpoint. That is insane. And so my brother's, my brother's, my uncle's car. Such stolen. a violation. As children, you know. I don't know if I, t- did I tell the story on the yeah, board? Yeah, you did. No, 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 you told me in person. In person, <laughs> <laughs> I remember You need to stop <laughs> And they wouldn't answer Your sister would answer the we, door You wouldn't, wouldn't answer the door yeah. You couldn't get to the door <laughs> Sorry you're really killing me yeah. Do you want me to tell the story? You tell the story yeah. I'm chipping in <laughs> because, because you couldn't answer the door you just, I remember <laughs> literally <laughs> I do It was past the angles you, you couldn't open the door You couldn't open <laughs> Why are you buzzing <laughs> Like this Okay, so what had happened was my (laughs) my siblings were playing out. They're of playing out age, like they were so young. Around the corner, outside my uncle's house, my uncle had a BMW, very nice car, was a convertible. Good for at that time, it was like (laughs) some people pulled up (laughs) on the kids playing out outside my uncle's car, and my uncle's getting out of the car. 
with shopping and they literally have big guns. They hold, they tell so my siblings scary. to get on their knees and they hold guns to their heads. <laughs> they put a gun to my... What's <laughs> funny? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not laughing. What is funny? Like, no. <laughs> Crazy lady. Guns to children's heads making <laughs> you giggle. That's not funny. That is actually not funny. So they hold a gun to the, their heads and then my uncle as well. And um, yeah, they're like, give us the keys. <laughs> I promise I don't what is I wrong? genuinely don't find that funny I genuinely don't find it funny I feel it's gone to... <laughs> I don't find that funny, funny. No, that is really sad Yeah <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no. You know you're like That is really, really sad I just got nervous giggles I promise yeah, I can tell if it's too late now I think I should wrap up the story So anyway They ran away And I found this crazy Because how can you have a gun to your head and get up and run? <laughs> now, I don't know what they were thinking, but yeah, they proper got up and ran, came back to the house, banging on the door. I was opening it and I was probably too young to be opening the door anyway. And I couldn't get the key, the right key. I kept getting the key and be like, oh, not oh this one. God. And they were screaming outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, chill out. You're just playing out. Like, I thought it was like a game of hide and seek and okay, they want to hide. Like, yeah, real, yeah. The game can't be that deep. Eventually got the door open and they literally like tumbled on top of me as I opened it, just scrambling in. They were so scared. Mad. And they were screaming. My parents like, Uncle Brian, Uncle Brian, they got a gun. And my brother's like, what the fuck? Yeah. They said, if we had a gun to us, we ran. My mom was like, you ran? <laughs> <laughs> like what? You ran? Okay, do you know what? In those moments, I guess you just never know what you're going to do. Yeah, as as children but, as well. And they, they said the way it happened was like one of them ran and the others were like, oh, well, I guess we joined Mad. them. Like what? The hood, yeah. Was crazy. <laughs> and they, imagine, they took the car mm. and the police found it and maybe two hours later, they just joyriding. They just yeah, left it. Yeah, cars always get and, found, yeah, don't they? They just left it like on a road somewhere with the doors open. That is ridiculous, man. Or guns for a, a cheeky two-hour joyride. Yeah, no. Terrible. Thieves are just, yeah. Very scary. I feel like, um, have I been? Oh, no, I think I told this story actually. When my friend, I was saying my well, she's like my mom's friend, but she's like my friend as well, like my mm. sister. Um, I was staying at her house, and her boyfriend at the time was definitely a bum. He stole my phone. He actually stole my phone. Oh like, I've my never God. seen my phone again. It was only him. Like oh obviously, my, my mom's friend would never steal my phone. He stole my phone. That is, and I just got it. No, yeah. So he, I think he like was a cheater or something, and he came. They ended. They broke up, and he comes to get his clothes, and I probably pissed in his shoes. I thought, yeah, have that. <laughs> I, I knew you pissed in someone's shoes I before. What is any shoes I pissed in his shoes? Person. Yes. One for the for the cheating and Rukia, two for my phone. You weed is I pissed in his shoes. <laughs> You're actually a vindictive yeah, person when it comes to revenge. Sometimes, yeah, because I feel like because I'm so small and like, I don't know. I'm not like I'm not like on site kind of girl. I feel like people take advantage sometimes. Yeah. So you've got to find back. your way. I got my, I'm gonna find my so voice. Somehow. The idea of pissing someone's shoes. Now, probably is squatting so in your shoes. The aim was actually on point so, as well. <laughs> you know what's mad? It's like that sort of stuff happens in shows, and I'm always yeah. like entertaining but unrealistic. Yeah. But clearly Here I not. Am. Yeah. Clearly not. Here I am. That is actually bad. Yeah, I don't think he deserved it. it though. Yeah, he deserved every my phone. And I'm a child. I was in that what college it's at so the time. So gross. Yeah. Still my phone. 
in the house. Like, and you know what's so frustrating? You know when you feel like you're going insane because I couldn't find it. Mm. Like I guided out my whole sister's like toy box. I was searching everywhere because I feel like I'm going insane. Yeah, because I had it in this house. Yeah, where could it be? And just what never, prick, ever, man. ever got it back. Proper prick. Dirty man. Sorry, you lot should be careful with your stupid boyfriends that you bring into our world. Exactly. Because imagine you might get pissed on. Yeah, you know I mean, imagine your friend's man stealing your phone. <laughs> Can you imagine? I go straight to the police. Yeah, the I actually police. go straight to the police. No, they don't bloody care. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, they, they will turn me away, but I would useless. have gone. Yeah. Useless. Um, <laughs> you didn't say how you was though. Oh, fine. You kind of took over. Sorry. No, it's fine. I'm joking. Um, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just here. Just living my life. Ever since the show, life has changed significantly. No, I'm joking. I've been like... Just drinking and eating my life away. Yeah. I've been quite enjoying it though, yeah. but I do think I need to stop now because I'm starting to feel drowsy. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. The food, right? I'm eating and drinking way too much. I had a ready meal the other day. That is mad. It's wild. What was the ready meal? Spaghetti bolognese. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Spaghetti bolognese. That's really crazy. I was like, maybe like a lasagna or cottage mm. pie. No. <laughs> In my mind, those are the most acceptable ready meals. But maybe just because they're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a spaghetti bowl is a bit mad though. Really? It's, bit, it's like disgusting. Is it not? It tastes so Is it not soggy? The spaghetti. No, it was actually quite nice. I just don't do ready meals. I feel like I can't comprehend it. I don't even see ready meals in the shop. Yeah. It's not the direction like, I'm going your mind in. Go there? Was it from MS? No, it wasn't even. It was from Tesco. Finest? Um, no, I don't think it was. Wow. Yeah, no, so I actually. You went don't in think and bought it. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like I'm having an outboard experience at the moment. <laughs> it's like, why am I eating ready Why meals? did you? Yeah, like, well, first of all, I actually really did fancy spaghetti bolognese. Okay, well, that helps. But, don't know. It's, it's, just, isn't like it's just not in character. It's, it's not, not in my like character. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, I, I could have done it. I thought of you actually because I thought I ate it and I thought it could do a bit of salt. <laughs> So come on. And you, and they, come on. you thought of me or high cholesterol, yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about added a bit and I was like, yeah, this tastes You better. know what you could should do if what? you're gonna do a ready meal? You always pimp things. You have no, to no, do... I can't eat ready meal again. Okay. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Never no. the trauma. I'm well, dead. I can't. Although I did enjoy it. Sorry, I can pimp it. Yeah, like mm. if you were to add <laughs> drizzle of truffle oil or olive mm. oil and some parmesan. Yeah. Bit of chili flakes. I did think like, that, yeah, actually. Could pimp it. I always buy parmesan cheese and I just never... I use it for one meal. And, and then it's... Waste. Living by yourself, yeah. man. No, we're getting on. Oh, we're actually <laughs> getting on. This conversation, waste. One use and it's <laughs> in the bin. Straight. <laughs> but it's true. I, and I feel it with you. You know like, the one yeah. in the... Um, the bur- not bottle. Got the tube. The tube, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. not the same. It's not the same. It's like dried yeah. cheese, though. No, you want the fresh stuff. But yeah, it goes to waste. <laughs> what a waste. One meal in the bin. Kids don't even t- taste it. They're not interested. <laughs> Kids won't even have a bite when I serve it to them. They're straight in the bin. <laughs> uh, you can't freeze it as well, can you? You can't freeze cheese. You can't freeze cheese. Although I did really find out that you can... I bought tortilla wraps. Basically, when I'm in my like, I'm not being too clean mm. mood... One of the things I get have is a wrap, which is hilarious. That's <laughs> actually not that deep. Oh yeah, it's be but healthy. I put like halloumi, yeah. falafel, and stuff in it, and it's always a one. It's like a parmesan thing. I have one, and then I throw the rest in the bin. But did you see my cupboard last week? Mm-hmm. I have um, two um, packets of, of tortillas because I just I make one wrap and then I'm done. The last one that I bought, it said on the packet suitable for freezing, and I thought I've never oh. considered. I put it in the freezer. I, I, I don't know what it's gonna be like, but. but- 
It says suitable for freezing So I'm like great But I put it in the freezer And I just never take it out That's it yeah. my, I've become my mom You know my freezer Full <laughs> of crap Yeah Full to the brim of crap That I genuinely <laughs> don't know what it is I cleared out my fridge the other day You'd be happy to know Did you? I did yeah <laughs> yes. Thank you How's it looking? Much better But it's really funny Because I've realised that I've, I don't have a system So my fridge is just messy all the time Like even the other day mm. Dude was at my house And then oh. <laughs> Opened the fridge And was and we were filling the fridge together. And he was like, oh, um, where are you going to put this? And Because there was no like space or organization. Oh, and I was like, you. just to the top. Okay. <laughs> just going <laughs> to fling it in wherever it can fit. But like, I need a system. It's bad. Yeah, That's maybe move the things the around fridge. the shelves. Yeah, I think because my fridge is too high as well. It's yeah, it all, is incredibly high. It's really high, yeah. That's why it's a bit hard to manage. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to... That's my new thing. I'm going to be one of those TikTok girlies with mm-hmm. the organized Organizers. fridge. Yeah. Yeah, I need to be that girl. It's just hard because I, I eat different things all the time. So it's, I could never be like a restocker. Like, oh, yeah, the only yeah, consistent yeah. things in my fridge are certain vegetables, but anything else is like, could just be anything. Yeah, same. Yeah. Anyway, I think we can get onto the toxic thought now. You guys <laughs> we, probably we, have no interest yeah, in no my interest. fridge organizers. <laughs> um, let's get you back to what you came here for. Right. Toxic thought. Okay. Are you ready? This is a good toxic thought. I really like it. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it as well. So it says, Hi, I wanted to submit a toxic thought. I love the show, by the way. It disappeared once from my history and I hunted it down for months. Thank you so, so much. Anyway, my... So- Ooh, sorry. Basically, I can feel that there's a burp at the top of my chest. I need to... Get- oh, let me read alongside you then. Go on, just in case she's burp. Anyway, my toxic thought is that I do not feel like a proper person slash woman if I'm not able to attract anyone. I'm 20 and AFAB, which means... Assigned female at birth. Thank you, because I did not know that. And Vicky had to educate me earlier. And to my knowledge, no one has ever been attracted to me. This is something I've always been quite sensitive of and has caused me to feel a lot of jealousy. Sexuality and desirability are seen as important in our culture and I feel, as a, I feel like I fail as a person if you don't meet that criteria. Additionally, as someone who has been socialized as female, it is beaten into your head that your beauty and desirability is what makes you worthy and your best asset. When it fades, your worth is seen to have decreased. It opens doors to jobs and affects your friendships. The main thing I notice is, notice is it changes how guys act with you. I'm often ignored and they get uncomfortable when I speak to them. I was wondering what your thoughts would be on this as me never having attracted someone makes me not feel like a proper human. And I wonder if it's why I'm disconnected from my femininity. Additionally, I'm grey asexual and I'm rarely attracted to people. So the wish feels selfish. So grey asexual. Oh, let's talk about that after. Last thing, which I thought you may find interesting is when I was at school, I was found, I found a list ranking the attractiveness of girls in my year. I think I was right in the middle. In my school, the white blonde girls were called the pretty girls, with one brunette and one black girl in my year being the exception to this rule. I'm black for the record and not light-skinned, but my mother is. I'm I'm three quarters black and one quarter white. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what I think and how that intersects with being black and AFAB. Sorry for this being so long. Don't apologize because it was needed. It was great. And it was fantastic. We read this briefly before... We recorded and followers like, what an intelligent young woman. Like, what an Incredibly intelligent 20-year-old. Yeah. Like, as a 20-year-old, to be so aware and like, mm. yeah, even the vocabulary and the the way she expresses herself, I loved it. Um, 
I hope to God we're not making a mistake in calling you she. I think she said as a black female, right? Because yep. I don't know how you identify because obviously referring to yourself as assigned female at birth means that I'm guessing there's something that makes you not quite comfortable with being female now or... Oh, yeah, maybe not actually. Maybe she's just, just saying, a lingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's just saying I was assigned female at birth, and and that's how my that's that's why I identify as female. Yeah, as opposed to I no longer identify as female. But yeah, hope, hopefully we're not misgendering you. Um, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting because we talk about attractiveness and desirability and being a woman on this pod all the time. I don't think we've ever spoken about it through this lens of like. Your worth as a human mm-hmm. and the impact of having supposedly never attracted someone, uh, or, or uh, yeah, attracted someone, I guess is yeah. the way to put it, in your life. And that, I guess, making you feel not fully human. Mm-hmm. And as a statement, it sounds a bit mad, but it makes a lot <laughs> yeah, and a lot of sense. Even the mere fact that we talk about attractiveness, uh, dating as much as we do on this pod. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people love when we do goes to show how big a part of our lives it is. Like, and I can't, I can't imagine it not being a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like dating and and feeling like I'm attractive. I don't. I genuinely have no idea how I would function mm-hmm. and if it would be possible. Um, and I think that's terrible. I think it's terrible because, ugh, as important as it is. Because of how we feel A lot of it has come from Just socialization like, And the things that we've been Socialized to believe is true mm-hmm. But when you think about Someone's worth as a human being Why the hell is attractiveness Anything Anywhere near on that list mm. I guess because be. as women Like regardless of Even regardless of race Women are socialized To have to be beautiful mm-hmm. And attracted in some kind of way Even Even I feel like Now We've had to I don't know, flip it on his head a little bit and say, oh, everybody's beautiful because beauty because is beauty actually is so, so important. important. Yeah. Like we haven't got to a point where it's like, you're not beautiful. That's okay. That's okay yeah. It's like everybody's universally beautiful. Yeah. Um, I don't, do you know what? As much as I'm going to say, I don't believe that you haven't attracted anyone. If, you know, nobody's actually approached you, then maybe I understand why you wouldn't feel like you've ever attracted anyone because sometimes yeah. the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You know, you can have these theories of, you know, if I walked out into the world and said no one's no one's attracted to me and you'd be like well you're so beautiful and I'm like okay but nobody's moved nobody's to me nobody's moved to me so then, where's, where's the proof where's yeah. the proof I get it and I guess what I did find interested is that you she said something like it's affecting the way that she's attracted to people like she's not attracted to people mm. because people aren't attracted, attracted to her yeah, yeah. and I can imagine getting to a point where you feel like you're so unattractive that you can't even desire anybody anyway because you feel so invisible 100% yeah. and I think naturally a lot of black women kind of go into spaces, not all, not every black woman, but I think sometimes when I think, when I more think about work and just social settings, like women by default feel invisible amongst men, mm. generally, yeah. if, especially if they're not attractive, if yeah. they don't think they're attractive, yeah. they feel invisible. And then to add the layer of being a black woman as well, you just feel completely invisible. Yeah, I think where that that's kind of the foundation for how Women enter into spaces and feel about themselves, and that's what spread the culture of like mm. you, a man has to approach you first because yeah. he first has to prove to you that you're not invisible. And 
the number of people that I know personally in my life, and I'm even outside of personal, all over social media, mm-hmm. who don't like men until they like them first. Like, yeah. th- that's kind of the standard. That's, that's why me. shooting your shot is such a... Exactly. <laughs> I've never... I genuinely don't think, apart from one boy in primary school, that I found out actually liked me when I was, <laughs> like, years later. I've never fancied anybody who doesn't fancy me. Yeah. Because I just don't have the confidence that I could shoot my shot and that person can and like, like me they like could that. like you having not liked you initially. Like, you shooting your shot could yeah. be what draws their attention yeah. to you. It's not good enough. Yeah. And so it's not surprising even in the slightest that it's affecting how she's attracted to other people mm-hmm. because... Yeah, that's our culture. You get moved to shooting your shot is still a taboo <laughs> for a lot of people. Oh, 100%. Like, some people are even like actively against it, which I find absolutely ridiculous. Mm. And will preach that, like, if you had to shoot your shot, he's never going to like you enough to, I don't know, be faithful or mm-hmm. to, to be a good partner to you. So, culturally, we, a lot of people really do believe that men are supposed to make the first move. And when they don't, I'm assuming she's attracted to guys, people with the opposite sex, because she was referring to guys and struggling to talk to guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I'm literally not surprised at all that if you are navigating life, not ever feeling like you're attracted to someone, attracting people, mm-hmm. struggling to feel attracted to anyone. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. It just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it has such a knock-on effect as well because when you feel like you're not attracting anybody and you're not attracted to anyone, you might not even make an effort of yourself. Mm. Like you might just feel so invisible that like, I think sometimes actually with women, you can feel so invisible that there's, you can easily connect with people and men because I know she said she struggled to speak to guys, but maybe some other people that you can just speak to a guy so openly because there's not even a thought of them desiring desiring you in any way. So you might just be your, you might not even flirt. You might not even come across, in quotation marks, Feminine Yeah Because it's just like Oh you don't like me anyway Yeah um, And men Do you know what men What frustrates me about men sometimes They really can box you in mm. If they don't see you as attractive You're And I feel like I've noticed this with men sometimes It's like When men When men don't find you attractive They can still open their eyes up to you Which is great sometimes But they literally treat you like mandem And actually not a woman Yeah 100% Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if, if, I'm, if I'm not attracted to, the, to you Then you're mandem yeah, yeah. You're still not a female. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, weird. Yeah, because but it's because a lot of men are so simple. Mm. Where it's like when I view you as a woman, anything goes. Yeah. Like all, no cards are off the table. Yeah. So I kind of need to box you. If I'm if we're not doing all that, I need to box you as like I, you're almost one of the boys. So now because you my know mind how, can't even my mind doesn't even yeah. you know a lot of guys say that like uh, all your fem- all your male friends they will sleep with you if given the opportunity mm. and all of that rubbish like they. Controversial, but they really do see themselves as animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, I didn't say it, but yeah, this, the way you describe yourself, yeah, you see yourselves as animals. So, yeah, it 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 also makes sense to me that that happens. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it's right. Um, I I wonder what's going in on here. I'm just fe- thinking about. I'm going over what she said in my head, like little snippets, and mm-hmm. the whole thing of like 
this list that she found in school that has clearly really stuck with her. Mm. And it, it's it what it, it sounds like to me is that this list is like a form of validation to you that perhaps you are attractive because for you to be in the middle means that clearly you're not unattractive. Yeah. And I think it's it's so first of all, it's so dangerous to use things like that to validate yourself. But at the same time, a part of me is like, isn't that like a little reminder of the fact that (laughs) clearly you are capable of attracting people? Mm. And this is all really techie stuff because it does, the whole thing makes me uncomfortable. The list of attractiveness, bonkers. Mm. Like that's, that's, it's such a horrible thing to do in school and kids are really horrible. Mm -hmm. So whoever made that list is an idiot and they should have never done that. Um, but yeah, put all of that aside. Let's fast forward to just where we are now, which is this person feels like they're very unattractive and, or not, maybe not even unattractive, just don't attract people. Yeah. But someone, as stupid as they might have been, clearly found you attractive in that space. So like, mm. where's the disconnect here of, it seems people are finding you attractive, but you're kind of struggling to believe that they could. I think sometimes, um, I know she mentioned towards the end, um, the intersectionalities of like being a black woman and attractiveness. And I think even regardless of this list, even if there's like white women that are not as attractive to her, I'm sure there's a white man who's going to be attracted to the ones that are least attracted to her simply because she's even black. Does that make sense? So there's a list. So she's, she's ranked in the middle. Yeah. And there's white girls that are technically more unattractive than her or less attractive. Sorry. White girls who are less attractive Because th- this list included white oh, women Oh because right? they're less attractive Because they're lower than her on the they're list They're lower than right. her on the list However Even still being a black woman You can still not be desired Because you're black Not even because of your attractiveness oh, In the world Yeah yeah, yeah Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. Regardless she is, she is in the middle That's great However In the real world Maybe her white counterparts Are still going to go for the The white girls who are Less attractive than her Because they're white Yeah 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 that is true. Mm. I think, I mean, I guess the spaces you're in are clearly not a good place to start. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I was thinking about spaces where you're, well. Where you're the only, what you said, one black girl made this ridiculous and very toxic list or whatever. Mm. This isn't a place that your people are celebrated. Oh, was like, it a black girl that made the list? She said one black person oh, okay. or some, something of the sort of like, there was mainly it's blonde girls that are deemed attractive in this space yeah. that she's in. That's the headline. Um, that's never a good place to start. Mm. I think everywhere, everyone has their scene. Everyone has their space. I will never forget um, when I was in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Uh, lol. <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ridiculous <laughs> saying it now. But it happened. What can I do? When I was there, um, basically, Colombian women, sex tourism is a huge thing in mm-hmm. Colombia. A lot of guys, especially like really sleazy American guys, come over to Colombia specifically for sexual experience with a Colombian woman a lot of the time for a wife mm. you know that brand there's a brand of men middle-aged men who are doing up oh leave your loudmouthed black women at home mm-hmm. and come to Southeast Asia or come to South America and find yourself a wife who still doesn't mind cooking they weren't quite that extreme <laughs> yeah. but they were in the camp whether they realized it or not they mm-hmm. were they were about to graduate into CEO of that camp but they were mildly there in mm. my opinion a lot of the guys um, and a lot of the black women there really, really, really couldn't stand it. And there was a huge culture of like meeting ex-bat men. I don't, I hate to say this. I didn't have this experience, but mm-hmm. I spoke a lot with American women specifically. I didn't have this experience because I'm from the UK. Mm-hmm. And so I think American men found me interesting in a different way. Okay. 
my accent set me apart from the American black mm-hmm. women. But with the black American women, they felt like, oh, not these same ones from back home. That was how they felt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, black women, conversations, friends that I made, we would talk about it a lot. And they were like, it's crazy to me how invisible I feel in this space. And I'm seeing people who look like me, mm-hmm. who sound like me. A lot of them come from the same state as me. And when we all come together, like we all meet, expats in general have a culture of like, oh my God, fellow expat, yeah, what yeah. brought you here? And they are literally just invisible to these men. Invisible. And it's crazy because there's also that these women technically kind of desire those men. Like they would happily be of with course, a man yeah, from back home. Mutual, like, yeah. And, and to, to, to the black women, mm. they registered these men as, oh my God, we have so much in common. You're also the type that wants to travel. Yeah. And we come from the yeah. same place. That makes a lot of sense. Do you sense. know what I mean? So yeah. there was a real... Um, Friction in, in that relationship Where black American women Felt way more invisible mm-hmm. In Colombia Than they did uh, Back home Yeah With their own people Yeah um, And I, I I could see it too Where we would go out And when Colombian women Are there like Because obviously we mixed We made friends and all of that And a lot of guys Also got Colombian girlfriends mm-hmm. And they would bring them around And when we're all out and stuff it, It's like Dogs like yeah. around these women. I, feel like just, I remember messaging you once, and you were like, "Yeah, there's just Colombian women splashing their asses in the yeah, pool, absolutely. and I'm just sitting by the side." Or something. I was with, I remember I was that. With my, my the love of my life, Edwin, man. Yeah, we were. We had, someone had a pool party. Yeah, yeah and we went. Yeah, and it was is, fun. We were having drinks. Like we were having a good time, and the girls were like, "Should we twerk?" Yeah, <laughs> and they jumped in the pool and literally just <laughs> just splashing that and. Oh I, the way God. I just and the thing is, before I was actually involved in a pool party. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as that happened, I was like, "I'm out. Let me sit down." <laughs> and I sat down, and me and Edwin. That's why I just love Edwin. We sat down, yeah. and we we're just like he. He obviously knew like yeah. Fuller's not gonna like this, of course. And he just sat with me, and we just spoke, and just. Aww. But yeah, That's culturally, crazy. it was a huge thing, and one of the anyway. The reason I bring all of this up is to say, in that space, mm. those women felt so undesirable, and. Um, it it was extra triggering because the people that were making them feel undesirable were actually the people that yeah. they kind of wanted. Of course, yeah. And I w- would speak to my friends about it, my friends with sense anyway, and mm. they were like, there is a market and a space for mm. everyone. And I think when you're in a place that you're actively trying to be with someone or to like attract people to date, you need to be really smart about where it is that you place yourself and be mm. strategic about being mm-hmm. in those spaces. And one of my friends was telling me, listen, I'm not dumb. Like, I know my assets and where they're going to shine. Yeah. So I am a wealthy black man from London. Mm-hmm. Back home, maybe women couldn't give a shit about me because, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm that boy from their block that they grew yeah. up with, went to the same <laughs> primary school. He said, when I'm in New York, I am that exciting. Guy. Yeah. I'm fresh. I'm interesting. I've got, I go and I thrive in New York. And I'm like... <laughs> It's so true. And I've kind of carried that with me because it started to affect me a little bit while I was in Colombia as well, Mm. where sometimes I would feel undesirable, but just like kind of inherited. Because like I say, I I had my British accent that did make me different. And the American guys were still interested in me because Mm -hmm. I was different in that way. But I resented them because of what they represented. So I didn't really, that didn't validate me in any way. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I kind of inherited that feeling of like, as a black woman, I'm not going to see my black sis from New York struggling <laughs> next to me yeah, and no, not no. feel it with her. Like, yeah. I just felt weird all the time. And that was one of the reasons that I came home. Like, it genuinely was. 
That's mad. Yeah. That is really mad. But yeah, no, I think the spaces are really, really important. And I think I can just imagine from her perspective, because, you know, you go through teenage life kind of fancying people. And when that's not reciprocated, you do eventually get to a point where you probably just feel numb. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. she maybe she's got to a point where it's like, I'm just not attracted to anybody. Yeah. Because no, it's not going to happen for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. There's certain spaces for certain people. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's not even about attractiveness. Like you might even go to somewhere. Like imagine that those it girls that are, I don't know, uh, that libertine or whatever. Mm. I don't want to generalize here, but maybe they wouldn't thrive in a book club where people, hundred people like yeah. d- desire like um, intelligence. Like... <laughs> Sorry, that's so mad, but I I agree. Like, I, just, I agree. I'm really generalizing. I know, I know, but I'm it's not just saying really that they have funny, brains. But I 100%. Yeah, like, yeah you're right. Certain, you're right. There's certain men who really desire certain things. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and I've I've kind of loosely dated people that are very intelligent. I'm like, yeah. Like, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. And maybe you might, well, she sounds like a very intelligent woman here. Yes. Yeah, um, they might desire that. And I think also attra- attractiveness. I do. I don't want to be totally ignorant here. Of course, attractiveness does fall easy on the eye. Like, it's very important. Mm-hmm. But there, there's so many layers to attractiveness. The things that attract people, yeah. it's, it's just... Social media will make you think that it's one thing that attracts yeah. people. It is just not. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want anything we're saying to be misconstrued to mean mm. place yourself in the right places. There's going to be somewhere you thrive. The main point, I think, in this, as far as spaces are concerned, mm. is as a black young woman... Don't be in a space where what is considered beauty is blonde and white. Yeah. That can't be where where you are. That can't be where you are because it's going to make you feel terrible about yourself. And you're 20 years old. These are your formative years. Like they're so formative for how you view yourself attractiveness wise. Like that's, that's, that's that interesting transition period where the people who have felt like an ugly duckling in school can kind of turn everything over and thrive at that age. The worst thing you could ever do is not set yourself up for success and 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 put yourself in an yeah. environment that not won't gas you but validates you and and shows you what reality looks like mm-hmm. because where you are at the moment isn't reality. It's like a really small yeah. space that is limiting you. Um, I, I feel like you need to place yourself in a place that will show you what you can't see, which is the truth. Yeah, absolutely, and <laughs> of you know how, how attractive you are. I agree. And what's so fantastic about this generation is there's social media. Yeah. So like where you live now, you might live in a white neighborhood. Who knows? Yeah. But social media, you can find your gang. Hundred percent. Entirely. Yeah. Like just follow. You know me. I always follow chubby light skinned girls. This is this is what I see on my feed. Yeah. Because that's what feeds me because everything else is probably just triggering. Yeah. yeah. But like find your people on social media. Um, and yeah, I think it's just it's really validating to see people who look like you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, but yeah, I completely agree. I think now now is the age. Don't lose momentum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the time to be to be thriving. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And there's there's also like a really big conversation around. I don't I don't know enough about it, but asexuality and like, okay, so feeling. Like you can attract people is important, but if you're asexual, then maybe it isn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and how how do you create an environment for yourself that you don't feel shamed for the fact that you're asexual? Yeah, that's because true. ultimately attractiveness, like I said, it it really shouldn't be one of the things that we consider important for forming a not a good person, but like a whole person. Yeah. She says she doesn't feel human. It should not be that way. Like 
asexual people should also really be able to thrive and mm. feel whole mm. without being attracted or to or attracting other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, as much as like a lot of my advice is like place yourself in spaces um, where you know you have a chance of attracting people because they're spaces that are validated for you. Um, I don't want to make that the beginning and end of the advice because that's I think that's more so important for you exploring this idea that because you've not attracted people, mm. it's starting to attract uh, to affect how you find other people attractive. So there's a chance for you that like maybe your great asexuality is grayer than you think mm. because you've not had the mm. opportunity to to ex- attract people and therefore feel attracted to other people. Mm. I think placing yourself in spaces that are validating is important for that, but not for the be all and end all of like, girl, you can attract people. Let's get you attracting people. It's like, allow yourself the opportunity to even understand what it is that you, who it is that you are in that yeah, sense. Yeah. It is really sad. I think obviously we can give her all the hope possible, but just, I guess, feeling like you're just not attractive and you've never attracted anyone and how difficult that might be, even in your daily interactions at some point. Um because I feel like there's been periods of my life where I've felt completely unattractive and whatever. And I think even seeing a couple together and, I don't know, that guy places his hand on a woman's thigh to get up. These little things can be so triggering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you just you just feel like you're just never, ever going to attract anyone. And then you have your friends around you, like, getting in relationships um, and stuff And if you, I think we've discussed this before Even personally Even if the relationship Isn't that great It's yeah. still attention It's still desirability Yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really hurtful Yeah And it's, it's, it just It feels completely Out of your control Yeah Yeah Especially at, at 20 as well Like She must be surrounded By so many horny monsters Like <laughs> yeah. That's the period of life That like you're, A lot of new exploration Is happening mm. Like Everyone's having a lot more sex uh, people are dating a lot more. And well, like, people are having less sex nowadays, aren't they? The younger generation. Really? Mm, less sex. Mm, I have yeah. no idea. But yeah, just generally, mm. when you're in your early 20s, they're explorative times. Like, when I was in my early 20s, I literally found out who I was when it came to sexuality. Like, was, I didn't know a damn uni? thing. We just finished. Just like in the middle, like yeah, second year, I think. In when you're 20. 20. Oh. Second and third year is 20 years old. Oh. But yeah, like, they're literally formative years when it comes to sexuality. But I feel like now that I'm older, mm. a lot more peace has come with like, I don't know, because I've been able to explore myself in so many other spaces, how attractive I feel is important, mm. but a lot less important when it comes to me feeling like a whole human being. Yeah. I'm never going to say it's not important because it still is and it still affects me when I don't feel attractive. But I think if if I were, when I was 20, it felt like everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt yeah. like everything. And it, yeah. my worth was just so much more closely attached to it because I've just not had a space to grow in all of the other ways that I'm great. Mm. And so now, the difference for me now, for example, is like as a 30-year-old, when I'm feeling ugly, um, I've got I've got money to go and have a nice meal. <laughs> yeah. And I can maybe say, do you know what? Let me be dead for, for two weeks. Yeah. And I'll do my hair at the end of the month and I'm going to focus on Going on a staycation somewhere Like Or I'm gonna I don't know There's so many other things Because I know myself so much better That I'm able to compartmentalise How attractive I find myself Mm -hmm. And thrive somewhere else Yeah Yeah I agree (laughs) Do you know what I mean It could even be like Get your nails done Yeah Like I'm clapped But at least my nails are done My nails are done It's alright I've been like With my weight It's like Okay Rikia You you don't feel comfortable In any clothes 
we just buy a new baggy t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, to wear. But when you're 20, what what have you got going on? Yeah. Like you've got your studies. Mm. For most people, that's a bust at 20 yeah. years old. It's hard. Yeah, incredibly. You know what I mean? You're usually broke as fuck. Yeah. Social life is very limited. It's like what if you depending on the lifestyle you live, we party. We Go to the cinema. Like everything is just yeah. so there's just so much focus, so much more focus. Mm-hmm. And you're you're building a lot and a lot of new relationships at that age as well. There's so much more focus on how you look mm-hmm. and how you feel that you're perceived and, and ranked attractiveness wise. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I just I hope that provides a little bit of hope of like it's not forever that your attractiveness feels like everything. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah, like, I can we can vouch for that yeah, as well. It's not everything. It's not. I used to, it's funny, I used to get so caught up in my head sometimes that I literally wouldn't go out and socialize because I feel like I looked ugly. Mm-hmm. I still yeah, struggle with it now, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, I'm still going. Yeah. Like, you just you have could to do proper cancel the move. I'll yeah, I wouldn't, never wouldn't come. There was a time in uni that I felt really ugly. I couldn't mm. find, it happened twice. I couldn't find anything to wear. Mm. One of them was the time, first time I met Bianca, she came down and she was like, oh, let's go out. And I was like, I have no clothes. I tried on so many outfits. Aww. I was like, I don't have anything. Yeah. I'm not going to come. And so they pre-drank with me. I was just there in my pajamas. Like, waved them off. Wow. Then there was another time. Everyone was just getting dressed. And it was just, go, 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 go. Oh, quick, quick. Cab's coming in 10 minutes. Uh, uh, pre-drink. Uber. Blah, 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 blah. It wasn't Uber, by the way. Law. It was <laughs> seven sevens. Cab service. <laughs> we used to pay a pound Permanent massive. Literally. Um, and yeah, I... I like kind of caught Janelle. She was rushing past me mm. and I just broke down into tears. Oh. Like I just started crying and she was like, oh, what's... And she was hugging me. She was like, what's... I was like, I just feel so ugly. <laughs> I don't think I can come out. And I didn't. Yeah. Like it meant everything, everything. to be attractive. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. at that time. And now... Imagine me crying before the motive. <laughs> Ain't like, no way. Yeah, Literally. Get your glad rags on, it's funny because now sometimes I'll look in the mirror, I'll be like, I look dead. Yeah, and I yes, laugh and, yeah. <laughs> and I just walk out and I'm like, you know, see you there. Do you know those pictures from our live show? Yeah. yeah. Of me personally are so bad. I was busting yeah, up. I, I was, was like, I look disgusting. What yeah. are we gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> I, I sent you one, I was cracking yeah. up. Like, what is this? <laughs> I never in a million years so thought bad. I would la- be able to laugh at me yeah. being unattractive. Yeah. But it's because, first of all, it's, it's knowing that you're not permanently. Yeah, permanently. You had yeah. a bad day, you know, yeah. you're, it's a bad picture, whatever. And it's also just, I really do know I have so much more value outside of yeah. how I'm um, perceived yeah. physically. And I know that. I just, I'm so sorry. I just, everyone has their flipping market. That it is impossible for someone, yeah. in my humble opinion, to just have no market whatsoever. There is going to be a market for you for somewhere. Everybody, for everyone. For everybody. For every Social media will lie to you. You know what's actually interesting as well? I'm going to say this. I might not mean it. I might take it back. So don't quote me, guys. But if she's in a white neighborhood, I feel like it actually could possibly be a bit more easier for to find a man. I think white men are more easygoing. <laughs> I feel like with attractiveness. I agree, but I feel like it's a different ball game when you're black. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think with with their own people, they're a lot more free, and it's like a lot more can. What can about run. outside of London? Because I feel like outside of London, people are just more realistic with things. Like people just get together. I'm just thinking of like interracial couples that I know of, like outside of London, and it's like obviously everybody's attractive in their own way, but there's just the more 
I don't even know if that's a location thing. I just think there are loads of people that are really calm when it comes to attractiveness and don't live Mm. in this social media bubble of like, if she's black, then she's got to be, I don't know, have a BBL. I don't know. I I think it's just, I think so many more people than we are made to feel or that Mm. we see are looking for actual partners as opposed to like, the most beautiful on paper person yeah. in well, the, the world. The beautiful women always complain that people just want to have sex with them. So everyone has their struggles. <laughs> yeah. And that's... Genuinely, yeah. like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the saddest things when people get into their heads about um, how they look mm. and associate how you look with the idea that no one will find you attractive. Yeah. Like, I don't like my nose. Therefore, no one is ever going to like it. Like, that connection is one of the most dangerous that you could yeah. ever make. Because it's simply not true. It's not true. <laughs> but I it's, think at that age, you just... I remember one time in college, I was... Um, I've never said this before, but it was like a uh, revision period. Mm. And I remember in the back of my notepad, I wrote down every single flaw that I had from head to toe. So I started off with my hair. I was like, oh, my hair's thin. This is And I crazy. said, oh, I've got a scar on my forehead. And oh, my I thought, gosh. Oh, my eyebrows are a bit thick. Like, I literally went wow. a long list of everything that was wrong with me. Just because I was so obsessed with my looks at the time. Wow. Why? So crazy. I don't even care about the scar on my head. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. But you get so fixated because I guess at that age, I feel like this younger generation is a bit more woke. But like, what do you talk about? That's what I mean. That there's not been room to develop yourself yeah. in anywhere else. So it's just the simple stuff. Mm. It's We're so basic and simple in our thinking at that age. And it's like, are you hot? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is, is your dress nice? <laughs> yeah. And what are your shoes like? Like, it's so basic. Yeah. But it's just a matter of like, yeah, time needs to be made yeah. to develop yourself or given yeah. for you to develop yourself. And yeah, there's just so much value and life experience that is still yet for you to unlock mm. that will, God willing, help you on that journey. Because yeah. your look, first of all, I, I haven't seen you, but I already know you're not in any way. Yeah, no. You're definitely attractive. No one is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely attractive. Yeah. But there's a real disconnect. Like, I think personally, the biggest recommendation, I think the best you, I could ever recommend for someone like this is a bit of therapy. I genuinely yeah, feel yeah. like you should sit down with a therapist and get to the bottom of that. Because that's what's standing out to me the most in this is like, this idea of you don't find yourself attractive and it's therefore... Affecting who you attract We've always spoken loads about Like Confidence and the source you have When mm. you walk into a room And how How that alone can be all you need yeah. To have people flock to you Like like you're a magnet um, So we all know And have known how important it is But for it to get to a point That it's affecting your Sexuality mm. Where you're not sure Like kind of What your sexuality actually looks like I think a qualified therapist Is the best person Who will be able to unpack that with you Yeah Yeah I agree it doesn't sound like just an opinion thing. It sounds like there's something going on for you. It, it sounds like it's a matter of fact, the way it, that she's speaking. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you, there's just something there to unpack and unlock. Where's it come from? Why is that association so direct? Mm. Especially where clearly other people, even though you're in a space that isn't actually validating for you, even they see mm. you as attractive. Mm. So there's something yeah, mental that's going on there that I think is blocking you. Um, and I feel very passionate about the fact that you should actually really try and get to the bottom of that. Yeah, 100%. at twenty years old, like you don't should, lose the years. Yeah. Do not lose the years. At twenty years old, you There's can't so be feeling like that. There's so many things you look like back that. and you're like, that's so annoying. If only, Why was I bothered? Exactly. But um, it's it's a journey, and I yeah. think that's what you need. To, always need to kind of be comfortable with, yeah. no matter where you are in life. Even with us at the age of thirty, like we're we're on a journey with something. Mm-hmm. Someone that's gonna bother us today. 
five years time, it's probably not going to be a big At deal. All. Yeah. But you have to really give that thing the amount of attention and love. It, when you give it compassion. too much power, it becomes yeah. powerful. Yeah. 100%. Because it'll fill yeah. her out like for years. Yeah. Um, But it's about the way you kind of approach it and maintain yeah. your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um, but I really like this toxic fool. I feel like same. I'm still gonna go away and think. Think. Oh, same, same. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm genuinely very deeply invested in her feeling better yeah. about this. Come back, come, come back. back. Yeah, come back. <laughs> Wish I could talk to her, give her a hug. Because yeah, I've I've just imagined myself at 20, and and I just remember yeah. what it was like. And obviously, it sounds like things are more complicated for her, being that she's in a, a white dominated space mm. where the blonde girls are celebrated. Plus. Oh, I know that feeling, boy. Like, there's yeah. so many more layers beyond what I've experienced. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, this must be hard for you. Yeah. Really hard. And it's one of those things that could can make or break your development. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, I really want you to, to feel better and more sure and, like, self-assured, yeah. confident and attractive. Because yeah. I know you are attractive. I wonder what her... Just thinking, is her mom mixed race? She said her mom is... She's three quarters black and one quarter white. Her mum is light skinned, she said. So her mum's mixed. Can't work out. And she I didn't just, say which part. I just thought, is there something to play, to explore there with like, sometimes, I always think about this actually, like when I have children and like if I had a daughter and she was dark skinned, then would there, would there be a conversation that we would have or, not a conversation we would have, but like, how would we explore that? I've heard from people who have that setup, that it's a it's a whole it's a thing. thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah. hmm, wonder. It is a whole um, thing. Yeah, because that's your mother. And vice versa, like dark skinned mothers having light skin or mixed race children. I've mm. heard that's that's a challenging dynamic mm. and vice versa. Oh Lord, this world. The the child Look that what you they bore, do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like the child that you carried yeah. for nine months. Now you have a dynamic. Wow. Because of the skin tone of the child. It's wild. Flipping crazy. It's wild. Sad. But it's a real thing. Yeah, it is a real like, thing. The world is fucked and colorism is rife. Yeah. So it is a real thing. And that could easily play a part. Mm. Yeah. This is why I'm like, you need to get a therapist. Yeah. ASAP, ASAP, yeah. ASAP, ASAP. And a black therapist, by the way. For real. Yeah. <laughs> one that will get it. <laughs> yeah. Because some black therapists, they don't all get it. Yeah. But yeah, one that will get it. <laughs> Maybe not one in your area. I'm not going to lie, because where you live, it doesn't sound like, <laughs> doesn't sound like the, the where it's at. <laughs> I remember when I used to do, um, had a, done a relationship psychotherapy course. And I was just saying that, I'm not even fully black, but I was saying, like, I feel like uncomfortable as a person of color in this group. And I had a, um, my supervisor was black. I thought she was going to get it. She said, yeah, you know, this this does exist for Kia. And, you know, you just, it's just reality. Not like, everyone is one oh, of us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just invalidate my whole experience. Not all there. of us are one of us. And it's mad That's... because I'm like, but you're black. But, like, how could, how can I get it? Like, <laughs> where can I go then? Yeah. <laughs> if not you, who? Thought, well, forget that then. <laughs> not everyone gets it. Especially in these spaces, like, Crabs in a barrel is a real ass yeah. thing. It's like, listen, yeah. don't over associate yes. with me. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> don't know about you, I'm, love. Well, I'm a girl, I'm white. Actually, <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're literally, you're, you're one and the same. <laughs> oh, don't go to Rikia for any help, boy. Uncle yeah. Ruckus will yeah, Ruckus come Ruckus. out to play. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. No, really funny. Well, not, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we got to wrap it up. We do have to wrap it up. I'm sending all the love to us, Amel. First of all, even the fact that you're intelligent, I'm I'm attracted. Yes, I'm like fucking up. We read this smart. Like, yeah, I like mm, it. it exactly. <laughs> like, Teach me a thing or two. Even 
I've people always sorry, do you know what? Let me not say it. it's fine. No, I was just gonna say just the other day someone was like, it's it's <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, we'll say it. No, because I'm going, I'm doing that thing. Am I oversharing? Am I not? But yeah, just don't underestimate just how attractive intelligence is as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also one more thing, like I think sometimes when you don't feel attractive, blah, 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 blah. Do things that are like kind of unique to you. So maybe even if it's like tattoos that you're into or your hair that you're into, you'll be surprised what attracts people to you. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. there's there's loads of things like that can make you attractive. Um, yeah, even your swag. I think just individuality in general is really attractive. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so attractive. Like, yeah. be, there's a lot of women and men who catch my eye a lot of the time. I'm like. Oh, I like your swag. Or and it's because like individuality alludes to confidence. Yes. Like confidence yeah. is self-living Even nerdiness. I love yeah. a nerd. Same. Like, yeah. Because you're passionate and you're confident with yeah. it. It's confidence. So Believing confidence yourself. is probably playing such a big role for her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I can relate. I can relate. We love you. But and you come will back, be on please. the other end, of, on the other side of this yes. sooner than you think. 100%. Yeah. Alright, you. We hope you all have a blessed week. You got burn away today, haven't you? I do need to absolutely sprint Jeez. off. I can't come and kill myself. I'm really excited about something. I'm not gonna lie. It's a good setup. It's like, you know, good seats, free drinks and food. Ooh. I'm like, give it to me. Got spare ticket. Uh, not for you. <laughs> all right, then. sorry, babe. <laughs> It's taken. I'm going home. <laughs> no, you're not. Stop it. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you a lot. See you later. See you next week. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com